after the action, it's your reaction. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Full time scores in the Scottish Premiership Aberdeen 4, St Mirren 1, Dundee 1, Kilmarnock 2, Hibbs 6, Hamilton 0, and Motherwell 1, Livingston 1. Into the Championship, Air United 2, Dundee United 0, it's Falkirk 0, Dunfermline 2, Inverness 1, Morton 1, Partick Thistle 0, Ross County 2, and Queen of the South 3, Alloa 3. Into League 1, Airdrie 1, Brecon 3, 4 for 0, East 5 4. Wraith Rovers 1 Arbroath 1 Stenhouse Muir 3 Montrose 2 And Strindraar 3 Dumbarton 2 In League 2 It's Annan 3 Albion Rovers 1 Cowdenbeath 1 Stirling Albion 0 Edinburgh City 3 Berwick 0 Peterhead 3 Elgin City 0 And Queen's Park 1 Clyde 0 Finally the English Premier League Burnley 1 Huddersfield 1 Crystal Palace 0 Wolves 1 Leicester City 1 Everton 2 Tottenham 1 Cardiff 0 And Watford 0 Bournemouth 4 the floor is yours 0141-951-1025 Give us a call Tell us what is on your mind Hugh Keevans What is on your mind? Fascinating games tomorrow uh, Rangers 8 points behind Hearts As they prepare to lock horns at Ibrooks. A Hearts win would be astonishing uh, In terms of the progress of the league title race It would put them 11 points ahead of Rangers Or will it all go Rangers way? And for Celtic they got the kind of result you might have expected in Austria in midweek But the supporters are really looking for domestic form to pick up They must win at St Johnson tomorrow Yeah, exactly I, I totally agree with you You look at the other teams who are above Celtic Rangers Hibs, for example yeah. You know, churning out another result mm-hmm. to move even further ahead So they're doing the business as well They're keeping up their side of the bargain Celtic Rangers have to start clawing back this points deficit sooner you know, rather than later. You know what? Uh, Scottish football is becoming the game of haves and have-nots because it's fascinating in the top six. There's so yeah. much good stuff going on. Hibs, six goal Hibs today. I keep banging on about them. The Edinburgh Festival, one team Edinburgh Festival, but they are. And there's so much going on that that is good. And then in the other half of the league, Motherwell struggling, Hamilton Ackies struggling, St Mirren struggling. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's a game of haves and have nots in the, in the major league Yeah this is the way we operate in this part of the world It tends to be We hear more from you when you're annoyed sometimes So if that applies to you St Mirren fans uh, Partick Thistle fans Hamilton Ackies fans Do let us know We're here for you Jamie is a Partick fan from East Kilbride First up Some today up for us Jamie Shambles It's been a shambles for the past uh, year Um same old, same old. How Archibald still got a job? I don't know. He should have went um, when we get beat five one off Kilmarnock last season. He should have went when we were just in free fall and we're clearly going to get relegated. He should have went. We did get relegated, and for some reason the club stuck by him, and we're now third bottom. And is, is it going to take back to back relegations? Because right now that's the way that this club looks as if it's going. Well, the, the club can't. Stand by and even acknowledge the possibility of back-to-back relegation They have to act to protect themselves To protect the club Because as you know Jamie Back-to-back relegation is a disaster So the graph shows that Partick Thistle Have gone from 6th in the Premiership To 8th in the Championship In just over a year So you have to arrest that decline Now 
it's commendable that a club should stand by their manager. And that's what Partick Thistle have done with Alan Archibald. But Alan Archibald has to deliver for the club in return. And that is not happening at the moment. So Partick Thistle, who have done the United next week, I would suggest that the Dundee United game must bring matters to a head and perhaps... That is the game that is pivotal now Jamie tell us a bit more about today We've obviously been in here We heard Fraser Wishart's take on things I mean sum it up in terms of today's performance Where it, where it went wrong Well the first half We didn't have a shot in target That's the second game in a row Been in the first half We've not had a shot in target um, Just too easy at the back For other teams to, to score I mean Ross County They didn't look Brilliant but it was pretty easy for them. It was a comfortable win in the end. Um, but, I mean, we're playing Doolin up front himself, which, I mean, he's, he is a club legend, but at this stage of his game, he can't play up there himself. It's high hopeful balls over the top, which he can't run onto. He's not going to like to do that. But, it's, I mean, we played shocking last week at Dunfermline, and there was one outfield change. I, I, I don't understand that. I don't know how... Archie can stand by the players and they obviously fail to deliver week in, week out. And it's just the same as last season. The players have got a free ride. They've got an easy ride every single week. Jamie, can, Jamie, can I ask you a question? Obviously, we're not at the game, but yeah. when I see some of the personnel that Partick Thistle have... You know, In terms guys, of on paper. Absolutely. You look at yeah. Dylan, as you mentioned there, Story, Erskine, Spittle, uh, Stuart Brannigan, Craig Slater. Now, them five players are well known to everybody who's listening to the show. Having played they in the top to, flight, you mean? They have to be uh, responsible as well. It can't all just lie at Archie's door. Surely the players must be culpable here. Oh, yeah. So, uh, of course, but then you look at last season, and we've basically got a new squad this season, and it's still the same mistakes. It's still the same things that are happening. Of course, the players are going to take responsibility. They should have done that last season. But when it's continued into this season by a brand new team, then something is wrong. Mm. And I don't understand like the board as well. I mean, David Beatty came out at the end of last season and said, we're going to stick by Archie. Less than a week later, David Beatty left his position for Jackie Lowe to come in. So why was that decision made prior to David Beatty leaving? Whether or not that was a decision that Jackie Lowe assisted with making. Again, it's just stuff like that that I don't understand. But no, you're right, the players are going to take responsibility. They're hiding behind the opposition players. They don't want the ball. But, it's, I mean, unfortunately, it's football. The manager's going to take responsibility for all that. Problem is, when you get relegated with a team and the club choose to stick by the manager, come the following season, you need a fast start. And as soon as results, one or two, don't go your way, then the fans who are still aggrieved from relegation the, the previous season just automatically jump on it. Doesn't it give Archie a lot of time? To get things right And he's found himself In a position just now Where One day He could go on a run Of three victories One defeat Guys like Jamie Will still be on saying He should be out the door Well They're a lopsided club You know Because there's Colin Weir's Euro lottery money Which has allowed The club to have a, a An academy And Looking for New training facilities For the academy boys uh, But at the top end Which is the most important thing Because that determines how many people turn up and watch you And what the general mood of the club is At the top end It's not happening I repeat from 6th in the Premiership 
to 8th in the championship The graph shows a downward spiral Jamie, are any of the, the players who, Who's getting pass marks, if anyone at the moment? I mean, Bannigan's came in He's, he's obviously been out for nearly two seasons And he's looked the sort of the best player um, Erskine, again, he'll, he'll give 100% And I mean, again, Doolin will give 100% But it's just not happening The, the formation's all wrong But Doolin's too isolated Erskine's not getting on the ball enough There's too many players that are deciding And there's not a lot that are getting pass marks as, as you mentioned, all these players that A lot of them have played at a much higher level than they are just now and it's just not happening is that where you know mentality and attitude and all the rest of it comes in to play because you know we, we hear that a lot don't we that the yeah, players absolutely. are hiding and it's difficult to figure out exactly what that means but when you're not confident that's a word confidence you're, you're clearly not going to be expressing yourself you're not going to be desperate for the ball in, in tight situations and I suppose ability obviously comes into it but perhaps what's between the ears a bit as well well, listen, it's like anything, Gordon. If you are uh, playing and winning games, you want to take the ball and things. And, and we're listening to Jamie here, he's saying the players are hiding. Uh, for me, uh, I can't understand when you've got the personnel. You know, I've been running about that the, the championship as a manager a couple of times. And uh, when I see the personnel they have, I look at it and I think there's something not quite right there. And Jamie's right when he says, now, they need to try and get a win from somewhere. Now, it'll be interesting if he, uh, uh, listen, I'm not suggesting I try to say that Archie should get the bump, but. Reality is, if they don't start winning soon, uh-huh. they've got to be having the questions because they have to then get someone mm. uh, in mind. But next week's game against uh, Dundee United at home, for me, is a must win. And uh-huh. I think Archie will know that. Saturday's open line, 01419511025. That's when ideally you've just come out of the ground. You've just finished either watching your team win, lose or draw. And you want to share your thoughts with us. So maybe you're stuck in traffic, you're back in the car on the supporters bus, whatever it is. Give us a call Tell us about your team today 0141 951 1025 Of course your team might be playing tomorrow And you want to cast your mind forward That's what Thomas in Cumbernauld is doing Hi Thomas How you doing panel? Okay? All good Thomas I what it is I mean, I'm actually um, just wanting to make a point about. Um, obviously everybody's saying about Celtic this and Celtic that There's no hit top gear in like yet But when you think about it We're still in the league We're still in everyone else um, As Brendan Rodgers said today in the papers obviously um, judges by me but if see if whatever happens tomorrow in the Rangers game obviously and if Celtic win Celtic are well still right behind Tarts but if Rangers lost tomorrow um, they could be out of the league altogether also so just one more other point is um, Rangers have actually lost two games and Celtic have lost two games so I don't know why Rangers are getting all the praise and Celtic are not but Celtic can actually go up another few gears I don't think Rangers can uh, well, I'm not sure about that. Um, the, the the thing is that people have been waiting for Celtic to move through the gears. Celtic have had one performance all season long, one truly outstanding 90 minute long performance, and that was when they beat Rangers one nil. Um, of course, Hearts could beat Rangers, and Rangers would then be 11 points behind Hearts, and that would be a very serious blow for Stephen Gerrard and all associated with Rangers. However, the other side of the coin is that Rangers win and it's a much different proposition. Celtic need to win to keep in touch because they're six behind hearts. They need to win to keep in touch tomorrow. Uh, And the other side of the coin is what if St Johnston wins? So it's part of the fascination of this league. We've had a fascinating start to the season, but you cannot say that uh, Rangers do not deserve some of the praise that they've received. 
And you can also add that Celtic have maybe been Overly criticised at times But they need to perform Both of them tomorrow Maybe where Thomas is on to something Hugh I remember a few months ago You saying that To, to judge Rangers You need to find a tangible sign of success So yes. whether So qualification for Europe Was, was probably one of them Although not and, enough They need a trophy And then longer term So maybe what Thomas is saying Is the opposite side of that Before we go overboard on Celtic They need a tangible sign of, of failure, failure yeah. They need to go out of a cup You know Thomas is yeah. saying Why would I be panicking When we're still in every competition yeah. going And clearly it's very early in the league Yeah and that's why October 28 The famous October 28 When we all finally get these two oh, semi-finals right, yeah, sure. played uh, That is a crucial afternoon for Celtic Because as you say That is the visible Tangible Sign of Success or failure The treble treble Which the Celtic supporters uh, Dream of uh, goes out the window if Hearts beat them So that game is in the future And is much anticipated But tomorrow's important Because Brendan Rodgers himself knows Every Celtic supporting man, woman and child knows They're not looking at the same team That they have been mm. for the last two seasons You can come up with any number of explanations Mark But it's yeah, simply right. the case They're not the team they once were Well that's what I was going to say Celtic's failure is that they aren't living up to the team they were last year So th- nobody's can get away from that When the manager comes out and openly says it That's their failure So that's why there's uh, You know Thomas is asking why there's a big concern Because they're not as good as they were last year And that's a concern also for Brendan Rodgers mm. So um, people say they're going to kick into gear But i got to say There's not many signs in them just now mm. Of them kicking into gear Thomas will give you the last word on this. Yeah, no, I, I, no, I agree with everybody else is saying, but does everybody think, can Rangers get any better? I know they couldn't get any worse. They were, they've definitely improved, that's a guarantee, but do you think they can get any better than they are just now? Well, listen, I think I think Stephen Gerrard's constantly pushing the bar. That's the one thing. Even when they're, they're winning games, he's saying, listen, I'm looking for more. Away from, away from home, I've got to say, I think Rangers' form's been poor, to say the least. Two points in 12 is just not good enough. At home, it's been a lot more impressive. Europe, so I think Stephen Gerrard will be looking to get that away form uh, improved. In so there is improvement in Rangers. There's no two ways about that. Uh, you know, there's there's still uh, a couple of players to come back as well. Ryan Jack, guys like that, still could come into the fold. We're going to hear from some of the managers involved in this afternoon's game. So let's hear from you. What did you make of what you saw this afternoon? Whether that was in person or just watching the results come in, and we'll look ahead to tomorrow's games as well after these. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years. The games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard's open line. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson and Alex Ray here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. It's time for you to have your say. What did you witness today? What are you thinking about tomorrow? Give us a call or send us a tweet. We've already had one very angry, disappointed Partick Thistle fan. Let's hear from Alan Archibald. Tough day and obviously disappointing to lose your home 100% record. Yeah, look, that's last to the worries at the moment. Aye. In terms of overall play, the first half, we gave away a goal again, another individual error, which is, is hard to take. And we got a reaction after that. I thought after that we were good in the, set, the first half, sorry. But wasteful in terms of creating opportunities. We got in behind them a number of times um, in the final ball and really let us down. Um, in the second goal, we fell flat a bit after the second goal, I thought. Scott Fox had obviously come a couple of vital saves as well just before 
you know, I just feel they got the second goal. Yeah, look, we're pushing to try and get obviously a goal, but we're going to leave ourselves open a couple of times and they presented them with a couple of opportunities, but um, yeah, scored a couple of saves for Chris Erskine, and probably most of the good stuff came for Chris Erskine. Dude. That was a disappointment for me. We've got to more for other players as well. It can't all just come for relying on Chris Erskine so heavily for a creative effect in our team. What did you think of the, the penalty? It just depends what ref you get. Look, it depends. You get, you get one next week and you don't get it. It's just the way it is. Um, there's no kind of blind white on that rule. I don't think it's a booking anyway because I don't think he's meant it. <laughs> no, he didn't mean it. He just bounced off his arm, didn't he? Yeah, look, his arm's up for leverage and as I said before, we've had ones gave and we've ones not gave. You don't know what you're going to get. It just depends what the interpretation of the referee you get in the day. What's the situation with Cooler Barry? How long will he be before you can play him? Um, well, obviously, legal. we can play him now in terms yeah. of the rules, but he's just he's not had any football. He's had well, a bit of a bounce game that he played in um, and that was his first game in a couple of well, a year, 18 months oh. or so. So, We'll just make sure he's ready and we'll get him right um, and hopefully go on the pitch as soon as we can. At least you've got a, t- a chance to react right away with a home game against United next week. Yeah, we've got another game that comes quick um, and one we look forward to. I say that disappointed in terms of losing their home record, but it gives a chance to put that right next week against United. Any more Partick Thistle fans, what do you make of what you just heard? 01419511025. Let's speak to Sean, a Rangers fan from Craigend. Hi, Sean. Hi there guys, see tonight in the Man United game and Newcastle game, I think Man United will get beaten, I think Jose Mourinho will be sacked and I think Rangers will win 3-0 tomorrow against us. Well there are a couple of very different <laughs> predictions, let's go through them bit by bit, whilst uh, this is what we do when teams aren't doing too well, Hugh, we analyse body language don't we, we always say, oh he doesn't look like he's in, jo- what about what about Jose right now on the well, screen in front of you? He's obviously gone mad with the Clippers, he's given uh, <laughs> his hair right going <laughs> over. smart. Uh, which he always does when he's bored. Uh, so I think he's wrong for United. I think he's the biggest single negative influence at Manchester United. I don't think he's ever embraced the club. I think the fact that he still lives in a hotel in Manchester shows that he's never fully embraced the club. Uh, they don't play entertaining football. I think his time is up. We'll have Gordon Dale on the phone in a minute. Hugh. Oh, he's Josie's biggest fan, yeah, isn't he? I think, I think to be fair, he's on, he's on his way to the but Johnny Cash tribute act oh, going DL tonight, so he should be all right. Winning tonight, though, Alec, doesn't peek yeah. over the cracks because they're, they're in 10th place with 10 points, yeah. therefore, they are the definition of average. What about Sean's other prediction then? I think he said, was it 3 0 yes. to, to Rangers tomorrow? Well, well, I, well I said, sorry, I, I said at the start of the show that Rangers I fancy them strongly against Hearts and I think they'll win comfortably so I'll back Sean up but I don't know if Hearts have got what it takes to go to Ibrox and Celtic Park and win I think they'll take points like they did against Celtic at Tynecastle may do the same against Rangers at Tynecastle but it's a different ball game going to these grounds and winning well it's back down to mentality isn't it but the one thing that Hearts will bring tomorrow is plenty of confidence we spoke about this throughout the show today They'll come there, you know, I think, was it I said, 11 wins, two draws in the last 13 years. It's been uh-huh. extremely impressive. But again, you're going back there. How do they cope in front of 50,000? Going away from, you know, the, uh, Edinburgh, they've been really impressive, Tynecastle. So uh, it's about how they handle the occasion and can they go on and win? Because what a statement that would be tomorrow or can Rangers carry on for Thursday night? Uh, if they start, Rangers, if Rangers start the way they have been doing at home their last couple of league games and we've been in here yeah, you know saying yeah. if they start quickly and they did exactly that I mean Dundee was a prime example St Johnson, yeah. St Johnson as well start quickly get a goal I don't uh, think Hearts are in trouble I don't think it'll be as emphatic as 3-0 but H-E-A-R-T-S will be B-E-A-T-E-N <laughs> 
Just making sure you got that right Let's hear from Stephen Gerrard Ahead of tomorrow's game Then we'll get the thoughts of Charlie on the line They're a good team They try and play good football They'll be strong They're obviously at the top of the league And flying high full of confidence So I'm not sure it'll be that much different It'll be another tough game for us We're playing against a good team But we believe um, inside ranges It's about us and, and how we approach it You know, we're at home So we want to win the game and we believe if we find the level of last night or close to it, we'll have a very good chance to do that. Of course, we'd, we'd love Ibrox to be bouncing and rocking again. I'm sure the supporters are going to go to the game in good spirits and in a good place after, after last night. But we also have to play our part in that again. You know, we can't start the game slow and just wait for the crowd to lift us. I thought last night the players fed off the atmosphere and, and it really took the players to perform at a really high level. But I also thought the players' quality, the tempo and the intensity that they played at uh, made the fans even more vocal and even more upbeat. So it worked perfectly yesterday. Uh, as a manager, I'd love to see that again on Sunday. Charlie, what are your pre-match thoughts? Well, uh, first of all, I'd like to thank the uh, collectively Rangers winning the first night. I was at a match, uh, the best uh, game I've seen them play for a long, long time. Um, but the thing is, um, that I think the European stuff, right, it's bringing in an extra revenue for Rangers, right, because you've not made money for years. We want to carry on. It's been happening. Uh, so I'm glad of that. The money's coming in. Um, and if we get into the next, uh, the last, the last 16 or something like that, uh, then there'll be another package coming out for another three games. So Rangers will make money again. But we need to start winning in this league. And uh, if I was Gerard, I would say to them tomorrow, Steve, you treat this game as a league decider. Because uh, when they walk on that part tomorrow, see if you can beat them on And even a draw, you can forget it. Um, and that, and that uh, result for Sunday is still uh, a bad taste in my mouth uh, for that Livingston. Um, they turn around and say that um, your panel's turn around saying that Rangers are going to beat them 3-0 and on us carry on. I don't know where they're getting that from because it's going to be a really tough game and um, if you come away want nothing, uh, I'll be happy but um, we'll need to wait my ideas up because uh, see if we don't, it's basically we'll forget it. Mm. Yeah, listen, I think I think it's fairly obvious that Rangers need to win the game. You know, when you look at the points difference already. Yeah, but is it too, is it too early? Do you mean Charlie's been quite Definitive of that Saying you know If they don't win tomorrow He says they can forget it, is it? Well it's very early In the season isn't it Gordon But well, listen What I would say is If you go 11 points behind it Then becomes a massive task That is an absolute mm. certainty And uh, But listen I, I don't think We could be disrespectful To Hearts I think Hearts are on a terrific run mm. Stephen Gerrard Will make it you saying It's a must win game And all that Every single player knows That it's a, a must win game You know They'll look at the table They'll know what's expected They'll be looking to bounce back for the Livingston performance and put that to bed as well. The home form's been really, really impressive. So, in terms of a game and a spectacle, this is as big and as good as you're going to get. Charlie, where where we're getting that? Uh, I was the one that says at Rangers. I fancy Rangers to win comfortably. Where I'm getting it from is when you look at their home form. If this was at Tynecastle, I wouldn't say Rangers are going to win comfortably. But when you look at Rangers at home and I include Thursday night in that, yep. and domestically, they they score goals. They they play attacking, attractive football. It's good to watch And it's been successful so far So I get that Hearts have had a good start to the season But For me personally I, I think Rangers will be too strong for them Tomorrow at Ibrox You're right <laughs> Who, Who's going to be Personnel wise Charlie What are you thinking Because I know Stephen Gerrard In recent weeks has chopped and changed quite a lot um, Because there's a lot of players 
probably playing at a similar level And it doesn't seem to affect the team too much um, well, uh, Unless you're blaming the changes for the result at Livingston But you know, you've seen Morelos come in and do well And Lafferty and, and Worrell at the back and so on So who, who do you think could feature heavily tomorrow? Well, I don't know Lafferty, can you play against them? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's a permanent uh, move, isn't it? So. Aye, uh, well, that's that. I'm not too sure but still no, he, he can definitely play Charlie. The, the thing is, is, where do you fit him in, Charlie? Because that's what I said earlier on in the show. Because they went with two up front last week and it did not work at all. Went back to one uh, against Rapid Vienna and looked a total different proposition. Plenty of pace for the wider areas, frees it up. You'd uh, play the same three, would you know? Oh, well, listen, the wee boy Kent I thought was absolutely brilliant. Candias was, you put that's a hell of a shift in. So when you look at the actual personnel, and that's what I was trying to say beforehand, if he, if he wants, if he constantly makes. Four, five, six changes every game There's no continuity You need to get that role going Let's hear from a manager In Martin Canning Who watched his side lose 6-0 today In terms of performances That's up there with the worst I think I said that after it That's As disappointing as I've been After a game For us Thought we started okay yeah, We have a great chance To go one nothing up We don't take it And then from there Probably the end of the day For us it's, it's Unacceptable in terms of just the level of fight, the level of commitment. And that's what we're known for. That's what we are. We're a, we're a working club. We're a fighting club. And, and some of the new players need to realise that. That's what we. That's what we expect. When we bring you to this club. Yeah, it's a good club to come in. We're looked after. But first and foremost, you give me everything you've got, and that's that's where we start. And that didn't happen today. Is that the worst thing? The heads seem to go down after a goal or two, didn't it? Yeah, you're looking for a bit of leadership there. Um, a couple of guys to step up, and it didn't really happen today. Um, and obviously, the score line is reflected in the. the Almost comical way we concede goals. It's, it's for, for, a, for a day. It's probably as poor and as disappointed as I've been in, the, in my team. And it's it's a real real sore one, real sore day. Um, difficult for fans as well that come through here, pay money to watch that, and need, need to apologise to them because that's horrendously poor and that won't be acceptable. They can be assured. You obviously lost last week to Dundee. Do you think that had any sort of impact and just sort of the bunch at the bottom sort of tightening up? And no, I don't think so. Listen, this league is tight. You're going to win games. You're going to lose games. Coming away to Hibs is always going to be a difficult game for us. Hibs are in good form. But we still expect to come here and compete And we've proven in the years gone past And we come here and compete, we can win And that's the most disappointing thing Is we didn't compete anywhere near well enough To give us a chance to win the game And if you don't compete against good teams You're going to take a beating And that's what happened today And that's the, the th- I almost swore but trying to keep my composure That's the thing that, that hurts me inside Because competing should be the easiest thing in football If you can't pass the ball, you can't pass the ball But see if you can't compete, you're in trouble That is the most honest I've yeah. ever heard Martin Canning Because since replacing Alec Neal as the Hamilton Aki's manager, he's taken an unbelievable stick. He doesn't even get praised when things are going well for the Aki's. He has a team who stay in this division in spite of the fact that they're largely ignored by the public in the Hamilton area. The crowds are very, very poor. Now, for him to come out today and say that's the worst ever and to accuse his team of lacking the bravery to get Anywhere at all uh, Hamilton Aki's must have been Shocking today And Martin yeah. Canning Is hurting And he clearly knows There's a big problem there And now the bottom four Dundee St Mirren Motherwell And the Aki's Bottom four Separated by three points It's building up To be a huge dog fight As Newcastle United Take the lead At Old Trafford Jose Get the Clippers back out you know an interesting thing And back to your point there Hugh In terms of the, the frustration That was coming through his voice there He says I almost swore Yeah And the one thing that you always put together With Hamilton is, is We have to be workmanlike We have to compete 
And he clearly didn't do that Six goals today is a, a, a tough one well, to take Do you remember the time on the show When Mark McGee said I almost swore oh, yes. In fact I'm going to swear yes. And then did And, and well, he did yes What a day that was uh, <laughs> and, and, and not long after Mark was a goner um, So As I say Martin Canning Has survived everything Since replacing Alec Neal And he's taken it all on the chin And he's fought back And he's been magnificent for Hamilton Ackies but for him to be as damning as he was in his appraisal of that game today, the Aki's must have been utterly woeful. Any Aki's fans out there, give us a call. 0141-951-1025. Do you agree or disagree with your manager's assessment? Stuart is an Airdrie fan on the line. Hi, Stuart. Hi there. Hi, guys. Hi, Stuart. I'll try not to swear. Yeah, if you could, that would be great. <laughs> uh, Do you feel like it, though? Is that what, you, is that what you're oh, getting at? Feel like it is uh, Mark Walsh not want a want a, a job again. Well, can't be that bad. <laughs> Come on, Stuart. Oh, I think you don't want me back, Stuart. Stuart, have you been drinking this <laughs> afternoon? <laughs> the playoffs and Stevie Finlay is going to take his to get relegated. I think in well, performances like that. Where's it? Where's it going wrong, Stuart? Obviously, we I mean, we didn't see your team this afternoon. I know you lost three uh, one to Breakin. That's that's the fifth in a row, I think, without a win sure. in all competitions. Yeah, Dis- elaborate for us. The team's got nothing. There's no, we've not had a midfield at all. Now, there's no midfield. It's long balls up the park, back to the goal, part of the fullbacks, back to the goalkeeper. There's no imagination. There isn't even any fight in the team apart from Dale Carrick. Dale Carrick every week is tremendous. Now, Stevie Finley signed a whole load of the players. It's his team, and there is nothing coming through the bench. Him, Matt uh, Fitzpatrick, and the boy Proctor. They're sitting there. They're, not, they're doing nothing. Nothing at all Doing nothing The team is Shockingly bad Now the players that's, That Airdrie have got In that team Should be doing a whole lot Better in that division uh, Stuart players, look, Sorry I was just going to say Just just in, in terms of fairness To add a bit of balance I guess you would maybe Look at league table And say yeah. Fourth place is, is it Is it too early to panic How would you defend no, That side of it fourth. We're not fourth anymore. No, no, three points from fourth Is it not Or oh, is that after today I'm, I must have been after thinking The table from two, before today Two points from bottom Two points from bottom And we're I think we're 11 Off of our broth Yes correct mate Listen you had three points Off of Breakin Who beat you today Which is Mm -hmm. obviously One win But the way you're suggesting Is that there's a lack of Yep. Kind of fight and cohesion yep. But the, the boy Victoria He's he scored a few yeah, goals Seven yeah. Seven He scores seven goals He's but a good player Didn't play well today But he's 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 the threat He's the only threat I would say That we've got now, There's experienced players There at that level And I, I think it's solely Down to the manager That there's no Tactics It's the same substitutions Every week Now he dropped Ryan Conroy uh, Today He dropped him last week mm. Um He's an experienced player there, but it's the same. It's the same substitutions he's doing. There's no shape to the team. That's There's no imagination. Right, Mark, that's a surprise. Mark Wilson, yeah, give I us mean, your expert insights sure, into I this mean, topic. Tell me, Ryan Conroy has he been? Has he been poor? When when I was it there, Ryan Conroy was a top performer, and look, yep. you remember him at his time at Dundee at Celtic, a top player. So that that surprises me because when I was there, he was one of the leaders. Now, if you're suggesting there's no fight in the team. Uh, and there's a lack of quality Then I would say Ryan Conroy Is your is your man You know he brings so much to the team In terms of set pieces And uh, and dictating play So Has he just not been performing? The, 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 full, the full team for, to, for Back to front Has been has been poor Now You know the situation Weirdly um, 
there was at the start of the season there was belief there was uh, the, 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 the football club was back with the takeover with Bobby Watson coming mm. in and uh, the Alex Ferguson's brother Martin every, I was really looking forward to the season quarter of the season gone and pff, I can't see I honestly can't see us get make the playoffs now I thought we would easily make the playoffs with the signings in the team but I, I'm looking at the other I'm looking at the, the bottom of the table here for relegation if, if this continues I think you need to make a change there's fans there's fans next to me not coming back they're saying that we've had enough we've watched it too long now now the optimism that was there is gone it's gone for the start of the season with the takeover it's away now I think you need to make a change and I would I think you need to make a change just now Okay Stuart thank you I'm going to have to just knock it on the head Because I'm already two minutes late for the the, the break uh, Jose Mourinho might be available though Stuart I don't know if he could be convinced Man United 2-0 down inside 10 minutes At home to Newcastle Keep the calls coming Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims For 40 years After they play you have your say 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard's open line Into the final part of tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard It's Alex Ray, Mark Wilson and Hugh Keevans That are here to take your calls 0141 951 1025 What did you see today that made you happy? Made you angry, frustrated? Anything in between? Uh, and perhaps tomorrow's game As well as Man United Almost go 3-0 <laughs> down at home To Newcastle This looks like it could be Jose's last stand Let's hear from Oren Kearney Disappointing day at the office for him 4-1 defeat for St Mirren at Pataudry Very disappointing um, and, you know, In relation to I think particularly away from home You come with a game plan And I think the, the key thing is to try and implement that And um, you know, we know Aberdeen are generally quick starters Or, or try to get out of the blocks quite well um, And I thought Probably for 20-25 minutes We negated that and we're, we were quite comfortable But we also spoke to the players pre-game And said that when we get to that point in the game it shouldn't be a the shoulders drop and a breathe of relief that we've made it to 20, 25 minutes, but more along the lines of can we then start to put our own stamp on it and start to maybe have a few more forays forward um, to possibly go and, and try and do a bit of damage on that side. And having got through probably what you would envisage as being the harder part of the first half, it's just disappointing the way the, the second half of the first half went. Is it that concern that after the first goal and then does this seem as if that was sort of dropped and then the second goal and then the third you were able to... Get that sort of consistency when, when first it's, t- it's tough but goals, you, you, goals goals bring adrenaline I suppose is, is the key thing particularly the first or, or second goal of a game and um, as I say I thought Aberdeen at that point the crowd were starting to get a wee bit anxious we had sort of I was quite happy and content where we were about 25 minutes in um, but the goal changes it straight away in relation to they get a lift for 10-15 for minutes and I think it's the learning for our guys of, of as disappointed as it is to go 1-0 down it's in, it's so important then that you have the, your best ten minutes of the game because of that adrenaline lift that they had had. That you know, it's, it's more dangerous at that point in time, and, and sadly, it proved to be that way today. I'm fascinated by Josie Mourinho at the moment. He's just oh. made a substitution on 18 minutes, pulled off Eric Bailly, sent on Juan Mata. A wee cuddle for by as if to say sorry, but it had to be done. But let, let's get back to our managers, Hugh. Well, there's something that Oren Kearney said there, which applies to Manchester Absolutely. United. He says goals bring adrenaline, and Newcastle United are living off of their, their adrenaline at the moment, and they're they're too up in good value for it. So St Mirren, if they don't get goals, then there's no adrenaline rush, uh, and all over the park at the moment they're struggling. And as I say, next four games, Kilmarnock, St Johnston, Motherwell and Rangers. 
you know, so it's a real struggle for them. And they're 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 right in the mix with Dundee, Motherwell, and Hamilton Aggies. The, the the four at the bottom, separated by three points. The dog fight starts now. Uh, let's hear from Stephen Robinson, shall we? Down to ten men, a one-all draw at home to Livingston. It was listen. It was a, a tough game. Um, the bigger thing for me was the resilience we showed, not to get beat. You know, I think you can see the nervousness. You know, we've lost four games, so you can see that nervousness. You can see the nervousness around the ground with the fans as well. So, you know, it, it plays on the players as well. And I thought they stood up and they they showed resilience. They defended well, and I think the only shot they had on target was an absolute wonder strike. You know, I've looked at it back again and what a strike. Sometimes you've got to credit it. Um, that's what we've got on done with the three points from. But we know that we need to be better when we land on the ball. We know that we, we need a wee bit more composure. But when things aren't going against you, it's it's easy to, to give up. And, you know, when they went the one all with 10 men, we could have fell apart and we didn't. So that's a positive. We stopped that rot. We stopped the run. And it now gives us a couple of weeks to get ourselves back into, into ready to go for the St. Johnson, St. Johnson game. Was Carl's second booking quite harsh? Extremely. Have you spoken to the referee about it? What's the point? What's the point? What did you have Trevor Fowl for the their disallowed goal in the first half? I think by their reaction, you see that there was, you know, they they thought it was a foul as well. Usually, players usually by their reaction tell you whether it's a, the right decision or not. They were they didn't complain about it, so it seemed the right decision. Is there just a wee bit of lack of confidence at the moment, Stephen? Oh, definitely, definitely, and that's why it was vital to get a point today. You know, when you've lost four games as we have, we've actually been in the league three times now and, and lost that there. So they've dealt with the adversity. I didn't think they dealt with it, Kilmarnock. When we, we went 1-0, could have went 2. Um, and we had another chance to go 2-0 up as well. Potential penalty claim. Didn't quite happen. And it's easy to fall apart then. So, you know, I've got to give credit to the resilience and character. Two ways of looking at that for Motherwell today. Another game without a win. Still at the wrong end of the table. Or they've stopped the losing run. It was a point, you know... Could have been better, but down to 10 men, it was a point, and you build from there. Yeah, you try and look for the positive, Gordon, and uh, as I said there, confidence is a key word. Either four defeats in the bounce. Uh, they, they seemed as if they huffed and puffed today, and uh, you go into this international break now thinking, right, OK, we've nicked a point on the board, we consolidate, try and get on the training field for the next couple of weeks, and then go again. Doogie's a Partick fan from Cumbernauld. Hi, Doogie. How are we doing? Not bad, Doogie. I'm not, uh, I mean... I'm guessing you're following the pattern of the other Thistle fans on tonight very disappointed with what you're seeing Yep, I've, I've pretty much had enough of it to be honest Were you there today? I was there today, aye when, when, you, when you say you've had enough of it, do you? Had enough as in not going back or what are you talking about? No, I, I think something needs to change uh, I was I was actually working in the United States at a, the start of the season and I put a post on Facebook saying all we can do is support the team and I always support the team but I think something needs to change. Uh, it's just not working. It's, it's not working at all. So, so normally, Dougie, in conventional football terms, that means change the manager? Yes. 100% there, you. Aye, 100%. You know... It's hard for us, to, obviously, Dougie. We the calls we get tend to be of this nature. You know, they, they tend to be Archibald out, so to speak. What, what's well, the? Feel- I, I'm a, I've been I've been fighting each corner, but see the day like I was twenty minutes late getting in in today, and we were already one nothing down, and then and the time that I was there up until the second Ross County goal, there was nothing, absolutely nothing, and. I'm listening to the manager on your show saying 
we're, we're relying on Chris Erskine, we're relying on him too much. And I'm sitting there and I'm saying, well, well you're the manager, change it. You know, I mean, like, like even the penalty, the, the defender didn't jump and then put his arm up. He jumped with his arm up. And it's just schoolboy stuff. And it, it's the same mistakes every week. I, I don't think there's another manager in the history of football, not just Scottish football, mm. that could survive Alan Archibald's results that, in the last year and a half. That may well sum it up, Hugh, because lots of teams in Scotland suffer from inconsistency and you know can look good sometimes and, and bad others. But what Dougie's saying is that he's seen sort of patterns, things that don't look yeah. like they, they could get better. One of the most regrettable aspects of this job is that you are required to assess a man's right to work and then you you meet that man socially, having perhaps said, look, he should actually be replaced. The undeniable fact of the matter here is, and Doogie touched upon it, the graph shows that Partick Thistle have gone from sixth place, they made the top six in the Premiership, and I've always referred to that as borderline miraculous for a club with Partick Thistle's budget. But they have gone from there, lost all five games that came after the split when they made the top six, into the new season, were relegated the following season, and have now gone to eighth, third bottom place in the championship. It is a line that goes down and down and down, and Patrick Thistle have to address where the club goes from here, and I would suggest that that comes after the game with Dundee United at Firhill next Saturday. Thank you to Dougie and Cumbernauld That'll be our final call of the evening Big thank you to Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson and Alex Ray For joining me, Gordon Duncan, in the studio this afternoon Thanks as always to the top team all around the grounds as well It's been quite a day uh, in the Championship Our featured game, Thistle losing out As you just heard, Motherwell 1, Livy 1 Hibs 6, Hamilton 0, Dundee 1, Kilmarnock 2 And Aberdeen 4, St Mirren 1 Thanks as always to you for listening, calling and tweeting and you know what Europa League Thursdays mean? It means that we are back on tomorrow. Two o'clock until six. Rangers against Hearts and St. Johnston against Celtic. Stay where you are though. GBX is up next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com.